Hello, this is Pam with the Pert Plan Podcast. Welcome. If you're new to the podcast, please check on the first podcast to learn what the Pert Plan is all about, or click on my website for more information about who I am at www.pamlitchfordcounseling.com. So the Pert Plan is an acronym for thinking about things that are pert. Pure, excellent, right, true, and plan stands for praiseworthy, lovely, admirable, and noble. It's based on a Bible verse, Philippians 4.8. So your joke for the day from quickfunnyjokes.com. How do hens cheer for their team? They egg them on. All right, thanks for joining me on the third life skill. So let's review this life skill series. So we focused on the number one life skill, understanding that everything that happens to you is not always about you. And these life skills are based on an article in Psychology Today called Lessons You Won't Learn in School by Jenna Pincott. So our last life skill, number two, was focusing on other people without dwelling on how they view you. And this week's life skill is realizing that you don't have to act the way that you feel. So do you just feel like sometimes your feelings are just literally all over your face? Well, I have fair skin, and when I get embarrassed or hot, you literally can see the red on my face. I can't cover it up. As hard as I try, it's probably just going to make any extra attention or focus on it just worse. Um, But this life skill goes a little bit deeper than that, though. So, you've probably felt sad or mad or glad before, right? Have you ever felt anxious or depressed? Well, sometimes people's feelings are just clearly written on their face. You might say, gosh, you look happy, as they are smiling from one ear to the next. Or, if they're sad, you may be able to read it in their body language and their face. So, I want people to be authentic and genuine, but sometimes we just have to fake it till we make it. The good news is that you are not transparent. As much as I have been accused of being able to read my clients' minds, I can't. Sometimes I totally get it wrong about what my client is feeling. Some of my most anxious clients appear to be totally together. So I don't want you to really fake how you are feeling, but let's be frank. We all know someone that their world is your world. Whatever they are feeling, they put those feelings all over the place. We all just need to exert a little bit of self-regulation, right? There are times when you need to just keep it together for the sake of yourself and others. Parents might be a good example. You don't tell your small children all of your problems, do you? You don't burden them with the stress of paying the mortgage or the insurance, do you? Save that for when they're about to go off on their own and you need to teach them some financial skills. You know it's not helpful to them when they're young to give them these burdens that are not theirs. Well, that's the same skill you can use today. So let's say you got in a fight with your boyfriend. Does the whole world need to know that you're mad or sad? No. Do you need someone to talk to about it? Of course. But back to the life skill. You do not have to act the way you feel. If you can pull it together, according to the author Jenna, you can preserve your dignity, your privacy, and your self-respect. Now, Nellie neighbor down the street doesn't need to read your feelings all over your face when she sees you at the grocery store. You're not being fake when you say hello and keep moving along. You're just keeping it together for both of your sake. So how do you do this? Keeping it together and not letting your personal feelings show all over your face. 
Well, I can't help you with the blushing part, but the skill of what they call self-distancing is one way to regulate yourself. So reflect on your feeling from another person's point of view. It's acting as if you have two minds. One is looking at your situation from a distance, and the other mind is you, the one suffering. So the distance mind can either write out his or her thoughts or say it out loud or even think it. But let me give you an example. I'm going to talk about going back in history here. So when I was in middle school, I went to Myrtle Beach with a friend's family. And I don't even know who I was walking with, but there were a group of us walking down what they, I don't even know if they still call it, the Strand. The happening place to see and be seen. I was just taking all the sights in. What I didn't take in was the huge crack in the sidewalk where the adjacent sidewalk stuck up in the air. I totally tripped over it. I landed on my knees and my arms caught my face from hitting the pavement. I jumped up and realized that because I was at the back of the group, nobody saw me. Whew. Well, until I heard a much older guy yell at me from the car that was cruising by. He said, that's okay, sweetheart. Just get up and try it again. OMG. Talk about just wanting to die. Everyone in my group turned around to see who he was yelling at, and there I was, blushing, beet red. Remember last week when I said we don't always have a spotlight on us? Well, this was an exception. Whew, I honestly have not thought about this in years. So, okay, back to why I'm telling you this story. At some point, my other mind, my distant, distant mind said, Pam, that sucks. Not only is your knee banged up, but some guy just saw you and now half the street knows you're a klutz. But who cares? You don't even know these people. And your friends are going to be your friends with you no matter what. So just get up and shake it off. Well, I was then able to think a little more clearly and rationally. And that helped me to have some control over how I acted the rest of the night. So Jenna in the article wrote that even if you can say your name while using the thoughts or words of this other self or other mind, it helps. It's like having a friend talk to you. So I could look at myself in the mirror and say, so Pam, hmm, you got a zit. Yep, it's a big one, but we can cover it. And even if we can't, it's fine. We'll get through it. That zit does not define you. So this compassionate but firm self-talk can help you shift your mood and behavior. So try it. It can definitely help. So Jenna wrote that according to Ethan Cross, who is the director of the Emotion and Self-Control Lab at the University of Michigan, he wrote, the more emotionally intense the feeling in the moment, the better this self-distancing works. So next time you feel like your feelings are all over your face, Try talking to yourself with some self-distancing and let me know how it goes. So with that, let's get some breathing going. So what I'd like for you to do is if you're able to close your eyes and get in a comfortable position, then do so. But if you're driving, please keep those peepers open. So some tips are I want you to breathe in and out through your nose with your mouth closed. And if you want to exhale through your mouth, that's fine. But be sure and breathe in through the nose with your mouth closed. I also don't want your breathing um, with your chest going up and down. So try to inhale and make your stomach go out and 
exhale and make that tummy suck back in like babies do when they're sleeping. So big, deep breaths. So I'm going to count for you while you breathe in and out, and we'll do about six or seven breaths. Okay, ready? So breathe in. Two, three, four, five, six. Breathe out. Two, three, four, five, six. Breathe in. Two, three, four, five, six. Breathe out. Two, three, four, five, six. Breathe in through the nose. Two, three, four, five, six. Breathe out through the mouth. Two, three, four, five, six. Breathe in. Two, three, four, five, six. Breathe out. Two, three, four, five, six. Breathe in. Make that tummy big. Two, three, four, five, six. Breathe out. Shrink that tummy down. Two, three, four, five, six. Breathe in. Two, three, four, five, six. Breathe out. Two, three, four, five, six. Last time. Breathe in. Two, three, four, five, six. Breathe out. Two, three, four, five, six. So you can continue with these or stop, but I know we've both got to go. So try to add a few breathing sessions into your day in order to calm the body and recenter your day. Now go and be pert. And if you have thoughts about the podcast, please email me at thepertplan at gmail.com. So I'll talk to you next time on The Pert Plan.